Hello, everybody. Welcome back to a Tech Doctor podcast. We're the three tech doctors. David, Allison, and Robert are here to talk with you all about Apple's brand new headphones. And we're going to cover them from stem to stern. Good evening, Allison. How are you? I am doing great because in addition to getting the fabulous new AirPods Max, I am also on my new M1 MacBook Pro with my nice mixer and everything hooked up. So I'm very, very happy about that. Wow. You hit the jackpot, it sounds like. A bunch of new stuff. Yeah, well, my my, my Apple card's doing some heavy lifting, but you know. <laughs> well, it's a good thing it's made of titanium, right? <laughs> it can It can do that lifting. And David, all the way from Australia, how are you doing on this, well, not evening for you, noon for you, I guess. How are you doing? Indeed. It's afternoon now. Ah, oh, look, I'm, I'm fine. I'm, well, I'm, well, shall I say, I'm sitting here with my M1 Mac Mini, which I'm doing the show with, my AirPods Max connected to my M1 Mac Mini, and my keyboard that I'm actually using with my Mac Mini is currently sitting on top of my brand new M1 MacBook Air. So there we go. Nice. How exciting. All these new Apple mm, products. New toys. Yeah. So Apple just came out last week with a most interesting pair of over-the-ear headphones called the AirPods Max. And they are really interesting. None of the reviewers can really figure out where to categorize them as far as other headphones that are on the market. They're pretty unique. Turns out that all three of us got these new headphones and I'm actually wearing mine right now, but I'm still speaking through the microphone in my mixer. But I know, David, you are talking to us on the actual AirPod Max microphones. Indeed. So, yeah. So, look, I, I, did, I decided, I thought, well, look, why not? I, I did a webinar um, as we do the podcast today a week or so ago, and everybody loved it, although nobody commented on my snazzy new AirPods Max because I was wearing them and I had the video turned on, but nobody said anything. I thought, oh, it's a bit sad. But I do actually have – it's quite weird because I've actually got my mixer mic sitting right next to my mouth, which I'm not using. And I thought, well, if I've done a webinar on them and nobody whinged at me about the audio, then um, why not do a, a, a talking podcast? I'm probably not going to use them for a demo podcast, mainly because the thing that I'll be demonstrating, like the, the new M1 Mac Mini or the MacBook Air and so on, is probably going to be a little bit too far away. And I can't sort of send the audio through the AirPods Max, so that's probably going to be a bit different. But I think for just talking podcasts and even my radio show next week that I'm doing the final live one for the year, I think it's going to be absolutely fine. I mean, I haven't had anybody complain about me about the audio quality. In fact, most people just say it doesn't sound like you're using a, you know, a wire, sorry, an unwired Bluetooth headset at all. I would agree. I think these sound great. There's not a lot of the sort of weird uh, distortion that you would get sometimes with even the AirPods Pro or especially the older AirPods. Um, I think they've really, really improved the microphone, microphones, I should say. There's, what, nine of them on... Uh, on this. Mm, yep. Yeah. I mean, that, that's that's the other thing I like about the, the headphones too, is particularly when I'm talking, to really block out the surround 
of, of the noise outside because we've got here in Australia at summertime we've got cicadas or cicadas as people say in other parts of the world um, they're really noisy so to block them out I just put the uh, AirPods Max into noise cancellation mode and it's nice and quiet I can just hear you folks talking and that's it no outside noise at all yeah, the noise cancellation is top notch I get mm. her about an hour ago and my husband had the football game on and I just put on noise cancellation and the TV was mm. completely tuned out and I just kept listening to my audiobook. Yeah, no, same here. I, I was, uh, we, 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 every Friday morning we've got the cleaner person comes in and cleans the house for us and uh, she was wandering past the fur back in clear at one stage and I thought, oh, I'll just stick them on noise cancellation and I could barely hear the vacuum cleaner as it went past. So the noise cancellation is amazing. And I think because... I mean, I know you've got the sort of the ESL with the AirPods Pro, but I think because these are over-ear headphones, you almost get that extra seal, uh, and I think that really helps the noise cancellation. Plus, the fact that you've got, as we as you just said, Alison, about those nine microphones doing noise cancellation and everything else—it's just absolutely amazing. Oh, I would definitely agree. I really never liked the way that even the AirPods Pro felt in my ears. And I never really felt like the seal was exactly right. So while I enjoyed the noise cancellation, I, I found that they were like halfway coming out of my ears most of the time. And yeah, I agree that over the ear. And when you have transparency mode on, I find that I can, you know, go around my house and and mm-hmm. hear everything that I need to hear and everyone just perfectly, even with having them on. Would you mind, okay. Allison, telling everyone uh, what, what, what transparency mode is? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Transparency mode is another mode into which you can put the AirPods Max where it allows you to hear everything that is around you. So it's like the opposite of noise cancellation. It picks up everything and you can hear and carry on normal conversations even if you're listening to something. Yeah, and and of course, noise cancellation basically blocks out all sounds around you. So that's the mode that you would technically only use particularly if you're completely blind when hopefully you're not moving around because you want to hear an environment as with noise with transparency mode so noise cancellation is great for things like you know noisy trains aircraft um noisy tvs vacuum cleaners all that sort of cool stuff that um, may stop you from listening to your audio thing that surprises me about transparency mode is how natural it sounds even though actually it's the microphones on the headphones that are bringing you that sound that's around you but if something's on happening on your left you hear it on your left or on your right you hear it on your right through these headphones which sounds almost identical except maybe even a little better than than the real world sounds when you take the headphones off it's really interesting Absolutely. Yeah. Look, what I've found with mine is I, I was doing a test this morning. I kept writing this document that's never ending. And I thought, oh, one thing I haven't tried is taking the headphones on and off, like, you know, transparency mode on, take the headphones off, listen normally, headphones back on, transparency mode back on again through the headset. And you're right. I, I think I can actually hear more detail when I've actually got the headphones on with the microphones doing the audio rather than uh, having the headphones off and just listening normally. So, it's quite strange. The other thing I noticed too is, that, and I don't know why you'd want this, but one of the other modes, um, so with the headset, you've got two buttons on the right ear cup. So you've got a digital crown, which is used for volume, Siri, forward and back trap, which we can talk about in a little while. Then you've got the noise control button. Now there's a 
the option. So default by default, you can switch between by pressing that button, noise cancellation and transparency mode. Well, there's a third option which says off, which completely turns off the noise and the transparency mode and just turns them into a dumb set of headphones. And that sound, when you turn both of those functions off, is absolutely awful because then you suddenly realise how much work the noise cancellation or the transparency mode is doing and you just feel like you've just got this muddy, horrible things covering your ears that prevents you from listening at all. I didn't like it. I actually listened to them last night until they died and so then obviously it was just nothing was off and I was like, Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> I took them off. <laughs> I haven't so actually really tried bad. the off mode. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned because I've heard uh, a couple of, at least one review where um, that they were a bit confused and thought that off mode actually turned the power off on the headphones. But that actually <laughs> isn't what it does. It turns <laughs> off all yeah, the all exactly. the processing that mm. Apple does for noise canceling or transparency. And, you know, it's so interesting to me, as I said in the beginning, this is one of the reasons why these headphones are so hard to describe or compare to other headphones is, is what Apple is doing electronically with these headphones to give them the sound and the capabilities that they have it is, mm. is very evident w- when you actually turn all that off, you, you see just how much is actually going on. Absolutely, yeah. But I'm wondering, I mean, I've, I've described this in this little document I've got here, but do you two want to, or one of you two want to give a go at actually describing physically what these headphones look like and feel like? These headphones are over the ear. They completely cover your ears. And when you open them up for the first time, take them out of the box. One thing that I was quite surprised by is how heavy they are. And the reason that they're so heavy is because they're, they're made of metal. They're made of stainless steel. The, the outer parts of the ear cups are even cold to the touch because uh, they're metal. There's no plastic on these headphones, there's a a mesh band that goes over top of your head that allows for uh, the, the air so that you don't get hot and sweat on your head when you when you wear these headphones. The ear cups are very soft material. They're very comfortable for me, at least when I put them on my head and. It's very surprising to me, honestly, that when you pick them up, that they're as heavy as they are. But when you put them on your head or when I put them on my head, they don't feel very heavy because of the way the weight is distributed and balanced. You can feel the weight if you lean forward or you move your head around a lot. But if you're just sitting, listening to something or doing what we're doing here, podcasting, I have the headphones on. That they are very comfortable, comfortable to me, and I was quite concerned that they would just be so heavy that I wouldn't like to wear them. But that's that hasn't been the case for me. Well, when I first saw them, I I kind of thought they felt like an old retro 
pair of, they reminded me kind of a retro pair of headphones, almost like from the 80s or 90s. Um, and, I, and I loved the fact that they kind of harkened back to those old mm. days of DJs. And but except for the metal, of course, and the and that mesh headband is is very nice. I like that the head, the entire sort of headband area can actually be used as a handle for um, for carrying the headphones if you have them in the in the smart case. Yeah, that's interesting because. So the, the way that I tend to sort of look at the headphones, so yeah, and, and I agree about the retro thing. They, they remind me of headphones I used to use in the eighties and nineties. But if you can imagine at the top of your head, because normally a lot of old or even current headphones, you've got this sort of plastic over the head band. Well, what Apple's done is if you've got this stainless steel frame, which is a rectangular shape that's sort of over the top of your head and sort of down each side of your head, and in, within that rectangular frame, you've got this canopy or band that's stretch, stretchy, meshy material, and that does two things. It, as Robert said, it allows airflow, and then it also allows the stretchy fabric, because it's almost like a little trampoline, uh, to take some of the weight off the steel, stainless steel, off the top of your head. And then coming off each side of the stainless steel head band at the top, if you like, on each side, You've got telescoping, again, stainless steel arms, which come down to the aluminium uh, outside, at least, aluminium air cups. Sorry, ear cups, not air cups, ear cups. Um, and the really good thing about these telescoping arms, unlike sort of cheapish or even more expensive headphones that I've tried, when you tend to adjust these telescoping arms, you've got to use a little bit of effort. But the nice thing about that, of course, is when you adjust them, they stay where you've actually pulled them or pushed them down or up to. And they don't do any clicking sound at all. They just smoothly go in and out, and then they stay where they're actually um, positioned at. And then as far as the, the actual ear cups themselves are concerned, like Alison Robert just said, you've got the outside aluminium, which feels beautifully cool with the touch. Um, some people say it's like, um, the cans or the actual physical air cups are like Altoid sweet tins, a rectangular type metal tin shape, and that's why they look very retro. And then on the inside of those air cups, uh, you've got then the soft fabric cushions, uh, actual cushion covers for the ear cups. And the really cool thing about these cushion air cups is that they're actually magnetically attached to the ear cups. And they're not just attached magnetically, but the whole ear cup including the surround cushioning and the inside cushioning over the actual metal speaker bracket, that whole unit can come out. And, of course, you can change them if you want different colours or if you damage one of the ear cups for some odd reason, then you can replace them as well. So that from the whole design, from the stainless steel at the top to the canopy to the telescoping arms to the outside um, aluminium ear cups to the cushions inside the cups, these are so well engineered as purely from a purely hardware and design point of view, then I just think the hardware alone, let alone the software that we're going to talk about in a little while, is just absolutely amazing. Yeah, and I think, you know, one of the reasons perhaps that, that we think of them as kind of having a retro feel in addition to what you said is just how solid they are. Like they they, mm. they feel like they're built like a tank, you know, like – like like things like like automobiles and other things were built, you know, in the fifties mm -hmm. and sixties, where they were just as solid as could be. You know, they they didn't have any any cheap feel to them, and and that's kind of what to me that's kind of what these headphones feel like. 
I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. Really, really premium feel. They feel like something that you would spend what they're worth five hundred and fifty dollars on. Yeah, I mean, in, in, in Australian terms, our favourite saying, it's built like a brick, S-H-I-T house, it's built <laughs> like an outdoor dunny. You know, even a hurricane wouldn't actually blow it down. So, um, no, they're extremely solid. Uh, but as getting back to a comment you made, Robert, though, and it's really weird because when you pick them up, like when they're on the desk or the bed or whatever else, when you pick them up, you think, oh, God, they're a bit heavy. But when you put them on, because the weight is distributed between the trampoline canopy at the over the top of your head and then the way the sort of the ear cup cushions are on the side of your head it's well and truly um a statement that the fact that the weight's distributed so you know because i'm a voiceover user i use these headphones all day they don't hardly come off my head and you just really don't notice the weight i've noticed a few journalists say oh you know i got some neck pain after using them for an hour but I'm sort of assuming that they're probably people that don't use headphones all the time. But for me, I don't hardly ever notice the weight once they're on. I initially notice it because I just put them on. But after about five or ten minutes, the weight's not an issue anymore. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I've used them for two hours or so Zoom meetings this week and no discomfort whatsoever. I gave gave my wife a pair of them and she's absolutely thrilled with the idea that she can uh, replace the, 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 the ear cups when, you know, as they, they begin to wear or something because mm. she's tried to replace the ear cups on her Bose Quiet Comfort and it's really hard to do. It, you have to really carefully peel them off and really carefully put the new ones on with the heat adhesive that comes with them. And if you, you know, if you mess one up, you're, you have to get mm. another one and it, it's just... But with these, the ear cups are simply held on with very strong magnets, and you just pull it off and yep. take stick another one uh, up there, and the magnet will just pull it right into place, and and there, that's all there is to it. And Apple, of course, uh, sells replacement uh, ear cups for the headphones. So, in I don't know much more to say about the physical description. You mentioned earlier, David. I guess we should just touch on it. We uh, again. Uh, the, the the headphones only have two buttons on them. Uh, mm. a, a larger version of the digital crown, like is on the Apple Watch, which is for uh, volume, uh, play, pause, music, uh, changing tracks, and you can hold a button in to talk to Siri. So uh, mm. that's one button, and the other there's there's one more button, which is simply to switch between the noise canceling and transparency modes that we mentioned. I thought the buttons were very well placed. Um, it took me a few minutes to find them when I first took the headphones out. I didn't quite expect them to be on top of the right ear cup, but that's where they are. And, and But th that makes them very easy to reach, in my opinion. How, what do you all think of the buttons? I had a little bit of trouble um, when I first was adjusting the telescoping arms and figuring out the best angle at which to do that. I was occasionally invoking Siri when I didn't mean to. <laughs> but once I figured that out, I mean, the buttons themselves are very nice, very well made. I love, you can actually change the direction that you turn the digital crown um, to mm -hmm. volume up and down. And I love that because to me, when you have them on your head, originally the way you adjust the volume going Words yeah, it's counterclockwise. <laughs> but the volume is going up, and that just doesn't make mm. sense. 
brain. Yeah. So I um I switched it in the settings and now it's just beautiful. Yeah, no, look, I, I agree because uh, just to let you know where the position position. So you've got the telescoping arm on the right hand side the air cup coming into the top of the the air cup, and then on the front of that, so that's in the front towards the front of your face. You've got the rectangular noise control rectangular button, and then behind the telescoping arm where it comes in. That's where the digital crown is. And um, I did exactly what Alison did the first time I got them. I, I nicked into uh, Bluetooth settings for David's AirPods Max, and I changed it because to me, when you increase volume, you go clockwise. When you decrease volume, you go anti-clockwise. Now, they didn't call it that. They called it back to front and front to back uh, in the settings. But now that I've changed it from the default, I stick my finger on the digital crown, rotate clockwise volume up, rotate counterclockwise volume down, and this is attention to detail that Apple does because if you feel on the digital crown, it's got a uh, serrated edge, uh, for want of a better name, or I should, should say a, a beveled edge. And, of course, that's so that when you put your finger on the button rather than your finger slipping when you're turning it, that gives you a bit more resistance when you turn the digital crown. And the buttons are quite prominent. Uh, both the digital crown and the noise control buttons are very prominent. So by touch it's very easy to feel because one thing we haven't mentioned is about colours. So what happens is, and I'll mention these colours in a minute, but the band is the same colour, and I might get around the wrong way so you guys can correct me, but the band, the status steel band is the same colour as the iPad, so the iPad Air colour, but the headphones are the same colour as the iPhone 12 colour. Now, I might have that one in the wrong way, so that what happens is when you put your iPhone down next to your iPad or your, sorry, your iPhone. So what happens when you put your AirPods Max down next to your iPhone or your iPad Air, the colours will match. So that's how detailed Apple gets. Now, the actual colours um, of the headphones are space grey, sky blue, which is the one that I bought, pink, green, and silver. So you can get all the colours you like, and, of course, you can get, I'm assuming, and I've only noticed one of these so far, but um, you can get the same colour, of course, to match your headset in the, the cushions that if you need to replace them or not. And just a quick comment about those cushions again. I used to always hate, or I still hate, changing that. If I do need to change those small little ear tips on the AirPods Pro, because you're sort of going to squish in the magnet a little bit. These ones, you just pull the whole air cup out of the, the socket of the actual air cup, Stick it back in again in Bob's your uncle. It's just nice and easy to switch over. So I think, Robert and Allison, um, this is going to be my, my Apple Watch. I think, oh, I can have all these different color bands. So now I can have all these different colored air cups with my blue with my blue AirPods Max. So I think I might be buying probably in the new year a few different colored ear cup cushions just for the sake of it. <laughs> That'll be awesome. It I will be. wanted the sky blue, but... They only had same-day delivery, and I wanted to get it on launch day, and they only had same-day delivery for the space gray. So. Ah, there you go. What color is your Mac, though? Is your, is your Mac space gray? It's space gray, yeah. Oh, there you go. Look, good choice. Look, you've definitely done it on purpose because <laughs> now you've got consistency in colors between your lovely uh, MacBook and your AirPods Max. Yeah, but my phone is, is the Pacific blue, so. Oh, no. <laughs> That's why I never iPhone, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got the silver for me, and I got the the blue, the sky blue for Vicky, uh, but and she has a blue uh, iPhone 
mini iPhone 12 mini. So, um, and, and a blue Apple watch. So she's all happy that everything matches. There you go. All right. So we probably should move on to the, the software and the sound and all the good stuff. Cause the hardware is just brilliant. I mean, in my notes here, I've got the fact that, you know, besides the excellent hardware, I mean, there's lovely features that we'll get to in a minute about the uh, AirPods pro max and some of the bugs that are existing are just purely firmware in the headset themselves or iOS bugs. So I don't think that they don't detract at all from the absolute amazingness of these headphones. They're just things that have got to be tweaked in the future. Because when I was writing this down, I was talking to somebody yesterday about these headsets. They went, oh, that'd be right. You know, um, typical typical $1,000 headset, you know, that's what it costs in Australia almost, $895. You know, you think for that amount of money, you, it'd be perfect. And I went, well, well hang on a minute. The hardware is perfect. These are just software tweaks. So, you know, this person I think was being a little bit too critical about saying, you know, how come the software is not 100% perfect? And I said, well, if you can give what 100% perfect bit of software is, um, I'll buy you 10 chocolate frogs for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So why don't you uh, take us into the software a bit, David? I guess the only other thing I would say about the hardware, which kind of is is obviously tied to the software, is the the battery life on these headphones is really quite good. They say you should get around twenty hours. As Alice and I have been saying, so of course you can go into your settings and you can change various settings uh, for the AirPods Pro Max. Um, of course, the main one of those is that. And I don't know why, but I still reckon Apple did it back to front about the you know the back to front and front to back nature of the actual um, digital crown, the way you turn it. Um, you can also change the name. Uh, I don't know why you'd want. Uh, although again, then again, I was going to change my because uh, mine just says David Woodbridge's AirPod Max at the moment. I was going to change it to something cute and trendy or science fiction, or call them Hal or something. But I haven't got around to do that yet. Um, and this is the other scene that, you know, honestly, I wouldn't touch this, but with the noise control button, you can change it so that you've got noise cancellation, transparency mode, or off, which turns both the noise control and the transparency mode off. So they're just sort of dumb headphones. And like both Alice and I have said, it's really horrible when you turn that off. If you think noise reduction mode's bad, you should, should turn everything off. And then see how bad it is just wearing these sort of dead headphones on your ears. It's really, really bad. So don't do it. When you press the noise control button, you then switch between simply noise cancellation and transparency mode. So that makes it a lot easier. The other thing you can do is you can set so that it actually either connects automatically uh, or not automatically to your iPhone device. Now, at the moment, these lovingly connect to my iPhone. They don't lovingly automatically connect to my Mac. And I've got the same bug, and again, this is the software bug, same bug that I've got with my Apple Watch. So when my Apple Watch lovingly tells me every 15 minutes the chime goes off, the audio is grabbed by the AirPods Max, so I lose speech on either my Mac or my watch, and I've got to wait back for that actually gets released, and then it goes back to my AirPods Max again. So that's actually really, really annoying. The other thing that I wanted to really talk about in particular is this amazing thing that I only found out about two days ago. And this is in uh, on your iPhone in settings, accessibility, headphone accommodations. Now in there, you can tweak your vocal, media, uh, and other settings for the headset to get the maximum benefit out of these really amazing uh, headset. 
the other thing you can actually do, you can actually tailor make or custom make the sound. And what they do for that, they actually play some vocals and then they play some music and they actually ask you what you can listen to. So have any of you two actually made those changes? I have not yet. No, I've not played with those. Me either. Changing these headphone settings really brought the whole headset to life because I didn't realize that um, getting older as we do, um, I didn't realize that I couldn't hear very soft vocals anymore. So, because it kept saying, you know, it'd say, test it. Can you hear it? No. Can you hear it? No. And then you say, yes. And it says, oh, okay. So what you're saying is that you can't hear soft voices. So we'll make the changes. And then when you go to the music setting, it actually says, can you notice any difference between the first or the second music track? And if you can't, choose the first one. If you can, choose the one that's most comfortable for you. So when I chose the one um, which they actually happened to be the first one for the, the the track, it actually told me what sort of range of music I can comfortably listen to. Now, I don't know what you know high-end headphones do because this is all computational audio that's happening on the headset. But I just thought, isn't that amazing where you, for your own hearing pleasure, you can actually customise the sound to fit your own individual needs. So, you know, again, that's the other thing that's amazing about the software. And also keep in mind that, the other two things you can use with these headphones because they're very much like the AirPods Pro, except they're over your ears. You've got live listen. So you can stick your iPhone in front of somebody like in a meeting or a noisy restaurant so they can read them with the menu out to you. And you can also get, of course, the Siri announced messages coming through the headset as well. And because both earcups have got the H1 chip in them, um, you can use HEY Siri anytime you like. And, of course, any of that sort of stuff you can use to turn your volume up and down, change your track, do all the normal stuff you can do with with Hey Siri. Uh, so that actually works really nicely as well. The only thing I, I wish they'd have on them, and this is probably more from a, a podcasting radio program point of view, I just wish they'd have some sort of mute function, maybe put it in the noise cancellation one where you could have a mute function so that if you were, which I just did, which you guys are going to miss out on because I'm going to edit edit my recording, is I went into a coughing fit when I was talking to Alison Robert about two minutes ago and I had to mute the my sound on Zoom, whereas I thought, oh, if I could have just pressed the noise control button three times, I would have put the headset on mute, the sorry, the mic on mute, and it would have been fine. So for me, I think because there's, you know, there's software issues at the moment, um, one of them which is the battery does not give you the proper indication of the battery level. But I just thought there is just so much room to improve on this headset because all the firmwares on the headset, so Apple's basically free to make whatever they change as they like to both the firmware and the headset into iOS 14 as well. What's the problem with the battery level? So there's a few issues. So number one issue is if I, uh, as they say at the moment, now I believe it's going to change in iOS 14 beta 3 or 4, whatever it's going to be. I think it's 4. Um when you, when you press the noise control button near your iPhone, it pops up the, the, the dial-up box like you do in your AirPods when you open up the old AirPods Pro case, and it says the current battery level. Now, at the moment, it actually says you've got a charging case, which you don't, because uh, the smart case is not a charging case. And it also says the AirPods Pro Max is at 100%. 
Um, and I know that not, that not to be true because when I tried it, my actual AirPods Max were actually down at um, 5%. They're almost flat. Uh, so that's incorrect. Um, sometimes when you check it via the widget uh, icon on my on your iPhone, that seems to be sometimes incorrect. And I don't know why, but for a while, it kept insisting that my AirPods Pro Max was constantly at 73% for the whole day. Um, where I find it's most reliable is if I say to HEY Siri, check battery status then it gives my battery status for my iPhone, my watch, and the AirPods Pro Max, and that seems to be much more accurate. And the other one that uh, Alison also mentioned too on Twitter, and I checked it as well, at the moment, when the, the AirPods Pro Max gets down to 20% and 10%, it's supposed to give you a notification to say, hey, your AirPods Pro Max is getting low, maybe you should plug it in or something. And then it's also supposed to give an audio tone, like the sort of the, the low battery one get near Pods Pro at 10%. And when it's about to go, sorry, you've got no juice left, I'm going to turn off altogether. The only warning it's so far given me is at 10%. And then when it gets very low, it just simply quietly shuts down. It doesn't do anything. And, and I know it shuts down because I get that muddy sound out because there's no, no noise cancellation or transparency. Mode. It's a combination of firmware and iOS. So I'm assuming at the moment when iOS 14 is getting the information from the headset, it's not quite calibrated yet or the, the, there's no lines in the code that says when you get this particular parameter from the headset, so that's what I kept saying. There's a combination of firmware and iOS issues that still have to be ironed out. Yeah. Alison, what's your what's your take on uh, just kind of the combination of hardware and software? What, tell us a little bit about your experience with the headphones. Well, I've been experiencing some of the same little bugs. Um, nothing that's a deal breaker in my opinion, but what I really love is just the sound quality of these things even without the headphone accommodations, which I'm going to go in and play with right after we're done here. But even without those, I am finding that when I listen to music, I do tend to turn, if I'm not having to pay attention to something, I tend to turn noise cancellation on for listening to music just because I, I really like that, that, uh, that feeling of just being completely immersed in, in the music. I have heard details of songs that I have heard for years, um, details that I had just now been able to pick up in these headphones in terms of instrumentation, in terms of vocals, in terms of especially background vocals. It's just a, a joy to listen to both mm. spoken audio. Yeah. No, I, I, I've done the same thing. I can remember this beautiful audio track uh, or album that I listened to about, geez, I want to say now about 30 years ago. It was one of the one of the albums that was released when it was completely fully done on a synthesizer. So, you know, no real people at all. And I thought, oh, I used to list this on my stereo up full blast um, when I used to live in, in, in another neighbourhood. And I thought, right, I'm going to put these through the AirPods Max. And like you just said, Alison, the detail of being able to listen to each, almost each individual instrument with its own spatial audio in some ways, 
it just brings not only instrumental tracks but vocal tracks to life and you can really hear the depth of the music, uh, the instruments, the rhythm, everything that you'd want to hear out of a piece of music. It was absolutely amazing. Um, and I'm always really sad when I have to put my AirPods Max back into transparency mode to what's going on around me. It's like, but no, 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 I don't want to take them off because I'm really enjoying myself, really fully, truly listening to proper music for the first time. Headphone listening is subjective and some people will love mm. the sound of these headphones like I do like it sounds like we all three do I think the sound is fantastic I think it's the best sounding music uh through headphones that, that, that I've that I've ever heard and I've not ever owned the hugely expensive headphones mm. that audiophiles love with preamps and backless and all that stuff <laughs> um yep. but you know it, for me, they they sound fantastic. And actually, uh, interestingly enough, I, I've not really seen anybody arguing with that point too strongly in any any of the reviews that I've read or the video reviews that I've watched. I think people people most people do feel like they they really do sound good. And that's the very most important thing to me. Really, the two things is are they comfortable to wear and do they sound good? And these these headphones hit it out of the park for me in both those categories. And so I'm glad to hear you all say that because I suspect most people are going to like the sound of music coming through them. Absolutely. And I should say from an accessibility point of view too, remember on the AirPods Pro and of course on your iPhone, but for the AirPods Pro Max, you can adjust how fast you may or may not want to press the digital crown. So when you press the digital crown in twice you go to the next track when you press it in three times you go to the previous track and of course when you just press it once it'll start and stop media playing but you can adjust how fast you need to say press twice or three times to go forward or back so you've got like a a default um, slow or slowest and then the other one that's also got is when you have to hold in the digital crown um, that can also um, allow you to adjust that particular function as well so it's like holding in the the home button or the digital crown on your apple watch so that's another a little amazing function you can also do so again it's that attention to detail and getting back to the the overall sound of the the headset um because i've listened to a range of media uh, podcasts and audio books sometimes with the audio books i've noticed too lately i can really hear almost when they've made edits in the audio book, and I've been talking about Audible, not just, you know, libraries for talking books and that sort of stuff. And it's almost like with the AirPods Max, the audio, because it's all computational stuff, it ties it up. So I don't hear this sort of slight little, almost like a digital tick, tick, tick sound in the background where they've obviously made an edit in the in the audio recording. That seems to be cleared up. So I don't know if I'm imagining two things, but I've just listened to, let me think, about 25 hours of two audio books in the last two days just to really try this out properly. And it's also an excuse to wear the headphones. Um, and it's been really amazing. So even from an audio book point of view, it's fantastic. And then from a voiceover point of view, both on the Mac and, and the iPhone, it's been brilliant because 
uh, quite a few people have asked me, you know, is it because you're wearing this headset, you know, is it, is it a bit different from the AirPods? So when you're flicking around left and right with voiceover, is there a bit of a drag? And I'm here to say there's absolutely not. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I'm wearing a pair of wired headphones, not just Bluetooth ones. So flicking left and right is absolutely perfect. The same thing about when you, you know, command tabbing around on the Mac or changing settings on the Mac, um, that's all very responsive as well. So um, when I was talking to Apple um, late last week about, you know, the fact that they don't include uh, a wired cable <laughs> in the actual um, headset box, they said that's only really for people that have to plug in a headphone into old, great old devices. Um, so, you know, it's not, not so much odd for us, but things like the Victor Reader Stream, the Victor Trek, um, over here in Australia, we've got the Envoy Connect, which is a basic DAISY player. So that's all that, that the wire is really for. It doesn't do any digital processing. It's just a very dumb wire uh, for audio. So it's a lightning to audio cable. But uh, for the rest of it, I'd say you wouldn't even know you're using Bluetooth. And I know, I know the audio files will say, you know, when you're using Bluetooth audio, that's not a proper reference system going on but it's absolutely brilliant otherwise yeah i noticed with the lightning to 3.5 audio it is very dumb i think doesn't even begin to describe how how dumb this audio cable is because i plugged it into my my mixer and i think that my mixer might be too new for this audio cable because everything was very distorted but listening to voiceover with everything connected wirelessly it's just very rich and really beautiful sounding like i have the ava voice on both of my machines my mac and my and my iphone and Mm. she kind of like subtly just richly booms through like a professional sounding voice actress in my head Mm. (laughs) no it's amazing the other thing about now i should say with the uh the, the cable so this is what i was only playing this morning before i went with you to folks to do the podcast today was that if you plug in the and I've, I've only tried this out on the victor reader stream so far so if i plug the victor reader stream into the airpods pro max via the audio cable of course it turns off siri because you can't use siri because you're using basically the headset but you can still use the transparency or the noise control button to go between noise cancellation and transparency mode and the volume that you get on the headset is the volume from the connected device. So when I turn that up full blast on the Victor Reader stream, it's full blast on the headset. If I try and turn up the uh, AirPods uh, Max, it doesn't really go that louder at all because, again, it's going from the device. But luckily, when I then unplug the uh, wire from the, the lightning cable on the bottom right-hand side of the right ear cup, then the volume of the goes, ah, okay, you've reconnected from the actual volume of your little crappy 3.5 mil device you've obviously been using. We're going to set the volume on your AirPods Pro Max back to the volume that you were previously using when the headphones were by themselves. So you're not going to get blasted out by having four ball volume on your old 3.5 mil device uh, versus using the headset normally just as a proper pair of AirPods. AirPods Pro Max. I'm now wearing the, the the AirPods Pro Max, and I have the little audio cable plugged into my mixer. But when mm. I first plugged the the cable into the mixer and put on the headphones, the volume on the headphones was very very low. 
compared to any other headphones that I might plug into my mixer that didn't have a volume control. So I had to turn the volume up on the headphones themselves with a digital crown to bring it up to to the normal volume level that was set on my mixer. So uh, there's some sort of interaction there. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. I, I didn't. I didn't find that. Mind you, I haven't tried it with my mixer either yet, so I might. I might try and do that. But um, it's nice though because I just thought. And, and this is one thing I haven't tried, and, and I want to try this, and I don't think it's going to work. Maybe, but because um, I know with my other pair of sort of battery-operated Bluetooth headsets, when that battery dies, the whole headset's dead. So when I try and plug a three point five mil cable into it, I don't get any audio out of it. So what's going to be interesting, I'm assuming, it's not going to be on is when the airpods pro maxes are dead so to speak when their battery's completely flat can you still plug in a 3.5 mil cable and use it and i have a funny feeling the answer is probably going to be no yeah i suspect you can't because the it, it's it's probably need some battery power to continue to invoke the noise canceling or transparency mm. modes and i don't know that it will well i mean i don't know maybe it'll just go into completely maybe that, that'll all be turned off yeah i don't know the answer to that either but don't be mm. too surprised if you plug it into your mixer and you do have to turn the volume yeah. up on the headphones at least that's the experience i had yeah and look there's another bug that i was just popped into my brain as we've been talking to with find my so not only when you do find my play a sound on your device the audio of voiceover stays on your iPhone and the, the, the beep, beep, beep sound on the, so the AirPods Pro, for example, will be on the device. Well, what happens with the AirPods Max at the moment, AirPods Pro Max, is the fact that um, both voiceover and the sound go out to the headset, which means you can't use voiceover on your own iPhone because the voice is going out through the headset wherever that might be in your house. So that's another bug that hopefully needs to be rectified in iOS 14 because I just thought... I went, oi, where did voiceover go? And when I found the headset, it was lovingly going twinkle, 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 because it's got a new sound for Find My. And voiceover was also speaking on the headset. And I thought, well, that's a bit of a chappy on players. Oh, yeah, that is a problem. That is interesting mm-hmm. that it's working that way at the moment. I'm a little surprised. Yeah. Now, the thing we haven't talked about, I've noticed so far, <laughs> is the smart case. Do you folks have any opinions on the smart case? It, okay, so the design of the headphones themselves is so premium and so beautiful and by contrast the smart case just feels cheap and thrown together and i i just overall don't like it i like that there's a little notch that lines up so you can have your lightning cable plugged in and everything and have it charging while they're in the case but other than that i just hate the thing it's it's so it feels like somebody just put fake leather over cardboard and cut a few holes in it. It kind of feels like a kid's school project compared to the beauty of the headphones themselves. Yeah, my reaction is not as strong as that to it. I, I wouldn't say that I hate it. I think it's only real function, as far as I can tell, it is to put the headphones into the most um, intense sleep that they can go into so they don't drain the battery um, hardly at all because there's a magnet that that they sense. And when they sense the magnet um, that's on the case, they go into this very low-power sleep mode. We've seen the same kind of thing uh, happen with the iPads where they have a smart case. You close the case, they go to sleep. Uh, Similar kind of idea with the headphones. That seems to be the only real use i mean because the only part 
of the headphones that the case actually covers is really is the ear cups. Um, and I guess it's kind of nice to have those cushions a bit protected, but there aren't, the, the case doesn't really provide you anything, in my opinion, other than just the, the, the power saving mode. I, I think it's easy enough to get the headphones in and out of the case. And, uh, mm-hmm. I tend to leave them in the case when I'm not using them. So they're in that power saving mode. But I mean, I agree with you, Allison, for the most part, it's not a great, case or anything i just don't have that quite as negative a reaction to it it feels a lot like um some of this i don't i don't not not silicone exactly but some some similar material that i've felt that other some iphone cases are made out of what what do you think of it david yeah look i think apple would have saved themselves a lot of heartache if they would have called it a smart pouch because what a smart pouch implies to me is that it's just a pouch that something goes into that gives you ease of access. Now, I'm a bit of a gardener, so I've always got on my belt a pouch that I've got my garden shears into. So it's not a the, the only thing that goes over my my clippers for the garden is just the blade. So the handles stick out of the pouch, and I can just unclip it and pull the garden shears right out. And that's the same with the AirPods Pro Max. That when I put the the AirPods Pro Max in the smart pouch. It's only there to do two things, to protect the ear cups and to actually do the, the, the low-state chart. So to me, that's nice and practical. So to me, it's not a smart case as such because a case sort of implies that you put something completely inside something, whereas a pouch implies it's just there to for basic protection or safety, and then you can quickly get access to it. And then a couple of points about the smart case I also mentioned or the smart pouches, I'm going to keep calling it now, is when you first put them in there, um, now I might get these numbers slightly wrong, but once they're in the smart pouch, the AirPods go into a certain state of low-powered mode to save battery level. But then I believe it's actually after, I think they said 72 hours, it then goes into a ultra low powered state now the reason why i mentioned that is because in that low ultra unpowered state or off powered state you can't use find my to locate the airpods pro max because the bluetooth the radio is turned off so that's the point to also keep in mind when you have them not in the smart pouch and you just put them down on the table after five minutes of non-use they again go into that low power state mode if those AirPods Pro Max are not moved at all for 18 hours, they then go into that ultra low power state, which again means you can't use them with fine might. So there's just a few little things to keep in mind, particularly if you put them down, you try and use fine might. If they've been in the smart pouch or just sitting by themselves for too long, um, then you won't be able to find them by fine might. And the other thing I was going to mention, we haven't mentioned how much the charge time takes. So, um, at the moment, I just thought, well, I'll do some testing on the slow charge. I've just got a normal iPhone 5 watt or volt, whatever it is, charger that I normally use for my old good old iPhone 8 here. And it's not bad. I mean, I can get um, a full charge or actually going from zero to 95% in two hours. And what Apple also says is that if you plug this in the power for, you know, I think Robert Nelson, they said, Five minutes or 15 minutes that you can get 1.5 hours of charge out of them. Now, is that if you plug into a 
a fast charger or just a normal charger? Might have been a, I think it might have been a fast charger because I certainly didn't get 1.5 hours out of the slow charger. <laughs> so that might only be the fast one. Yeah, I think that would be the fast one. And I, I think, it, yeah. I believe it was five minutes. Um, you get that mm-hmm. much. I, ch- I charged mine on one of the 20 watt uh, chargers from Apple and, and they, they charged up. They were fully charged within an hour and a half or so, but I mean they weren't they weren't fully dead either. They were around fifty percent. So you know, I, I think they do charge pretty quickly, especially with the fast mm. charging um, chargers. You know, they are. I think we mentioned, but they are. Um, they do require a lightning cable. They are a lightning device, and uh, so mm-hmm. they're not USB C. So they're still the Apple proprietary uh, connector. But uh, I, I don't think the charging or the battery level is is a problem. I think it's really good. Twenty hours of usage is is, is fine. Um, I mean, I, I've had. I mean, these basically literally go all day. I mean, I take them off charge in, in the morning. I still use them. I get out of bed in the morning, whack them on charge for an hour or so, and then keep using them again. It's almost like when we bought our brand new um, Subaru Forester um, two years ago. You know, with the with the car, I just kept bugging my wife. Could can we just go to a drive for the shops? Oh, I think we need to go to the post office and check if we've got any mail. Should we pick up the boys from school because it was raining? Um, <laughs> I just having I just had to have excuses to keep using the car all the time. Well, now it's the same for your pods Pro Max. I just want to keep wearing them all the time, not take them off. And I think I must feel cheated when I've got to go to bed at night time, put my other headphones. And it's like, no, no, can't I wear them when I go to sleep? Well, just be like Allison and stay up all the time. Well, I know she tweets every hour of the night and day. Now, when she gets time to have a sleep lately. <laughs> um, the, the other thing I don't think did we actually mention the fact that you have to buy the wide cable? Did we also mention the fact that um, you actually don't get a charger in the box? No, we didn't. I think that's unfortunate. The iPad, I think, comes with a charger, and so does the MacBook Air. But oh, phone- it does too. That's right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but the phones don't, and. The AirPods Max don't. I I think they should. I mean, really, if you you know that high end cost for a pair of headphones, come on, Apple, put a charger in the box. Yeah, I I, I agree as well. I, I think it's. I mean, you've got a, you know, in Aussie terms, Australian terms, you've got a nine hundred dollar pair of headphones. I mean, surely the good is you can have a charger in the case. But the other thing that I got asked yesterday um, by somebody was that what can you then plug these headphones into and. Because there's a bit of handshaking electronically going on when you plug a lightning cable in, what they basically say is anything that you could normally plug a lightning cable into, such as a wall socket or a USB charger and so on, then you can plug the headset into. So at the moment, you know, I've got a twenty a twenty watt volt charger, twenty watt charger for my iPad Pro here. I've got my little low end USB iPhone chargers. Um, I've got those little power little PowerPoint things that convert your PowerPoint into a full USB wall hub. I've got USB PowerPoints all around the house. So, you know, at any time I can plug this headset into the closest USB thing and uh, get some charge out of the headset. And just the other thing, if you want to make sure that the headphones are charging or not, um, they've got this light on them, a little LED light on, I think it's the right ear cup. Now, when you, I think when you press the noise control button when you're not wearing them i think if the headphones are over 95 percent, it's green if it's under 95 percent, uh then i think it's an, a flashing amber color and i think it does the same thing when it's under about five percent it'll give you a different indication about what the headset's up to of course for us voiceover users we can't see those lights so 
if you have them plugged into power and you ask for battery status, then you actually get told that the headset's charging anyway. Do you also get the battery status? Like, does it say 70% charging? Charging, correct. Yep, exactly. So you get the same information you can get from the light. Indeed, yep. Yeah, exactly, that's right. <laughs> it's 73% charging. It's like, what? You've been on there for three hours? What do you mean you're running 73% charging? Well, you're, yeah, using again, one of those, you know, you're using one of those five-watt chargers. What do you expect? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> well, exactly. I know. It's terrible, isn't it? The other thing I was going to um, – I just want to pick up on a point that Alison said because I'm just wondering because when I – you know, when Alison, Alison, you were saying about that um, the headband being the space to carry it, I'm just wondering in a lab somewhere if Apple had that headset sort of swinging off this arm – for thousands of hours to see if the actual uh, headpiece that's made of the stretchy, meshy material would actually get a bit saggy after a while because you're actually putting pressure on it when you're holding it in your hand. Ah, I wonder if they did. Because I know where they did, they've done experiments with, um, I think it's um, moisture on an iPhone. They've literally got this spray thing that sprays under the iPhone for God knows how many thousands of hours. Because uh, I noticed when I take them and I want to carry them around, I had them, so when the the headphones go into the smart pouch. So you must got the sort of like little handbag set up, if you like, um, around the actual ear cups themselves. Then, of course, the, the rest of the headset's um, exposed. So what I tend to do is when I flip them upside down, so the headset band's facing the floor, I put my hand around the back of the actual smart pouch because that's where the, there's a little flap that comes up and over and mainly connects to the, the front of the pouch. That's remember what I'm calling the smart case now. And that's where I put my hand around because um, it just feels like I'm then supporting the whole headset rather than holding onto the hand head headset and having them swing all over the place. Yeah, I see what you mean there. Well, it's like it's like the new baby. you got to support its head, you know? <laughs> that's that's uh, that's exactly right. Yeah, I was, I, actually, it was funny that you know, somebody made that joke the other day. They said, "Oh, look, you've got a new, you've got a little pouch that you can carry your baby around." And now I went, "Yeah, yeah." I used to love carrying my children around those little pouches where the little person was on your chest, on your tummy, and they'd be squirming away. It was lovely. So, so I just said, "Yeah, fine, I, I can accept that." <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, so have we actually missed out anything? I think we're pretty well gone through almost everything, haven't we? Yeah, I just wanted to mention a couple of other things. Uh, one is that we talked about music, but but these mm. uh, these headphones sound really great with uh, movies and TV shows, especially if you play oh, play something on, on Apple mm. TV uh, a plus uh, or you know one of the shows that you can play uh, on your either on your iPhone or um, on an iPad because they, they support the, the spatial audio and the Dolby Atmos, uh, sound, mm. uh, that, that the headphones, um, will, will do a great job of reproducing. And so it's very enjoyable. I was, I was, uh, watching for all mankind last night, very good sound, um, on the headphones. I understand the Tom Hanks uh, movie that's on Apple TV has a really great sound, and I'm sure there are plenty of other shows that do, but but th- th- that's a real nice use of them. The other thing to remember about the Apple TV, too, is you don't get, as far as I understand it, you don't get the spatial audio uh, from the Apple TV, so it's only when you're using it with the Mac uh, or your iPhone or iPad you get the spatial audio. 
And if you want to check out the spatial audio, um, when you go into Bluetooth settings for the AirPods Pro Max, same with the AirPods Pro, you, there's got a little checkbox in there when you go into the spatial audio. You can actually hear what it sounds like as well. Um, but I, one of my favourite all-time shows, because I've got children, is uh, Shrek. And every time I go and listen to Shrek in the movie, when you turn your head, um, the AirPods Pro Max and the same as the AirPods Pro, it remembers the position of where your iPhone or your iPad is. And it's almost like you're turning around in a theatre, moving away or back towards what, if you like, the actual sound of the actual theatre. It's just absolutely amazing. You get this lovely spatial audio sound stage, and it really is if you're in a proper music media type centre. Yeah, it is fantastic. And you are right. You, that is not available currently on Apple TV. Uh, but it is on the other devices. And I didn't realize it was it was on the Mac. I guess it's on the new Macs, huh? Well, again, it's... it's Now, this is a weird thing because on my... Let me think which computer I'm using. On the M1, it doesn't connect automatically on the Mac Mini. So I've got to literally go to Bluetooth, which I've got off the extras menu anyway. Um, I've got to go to Bluetooth and then go in, you know, VO spacebar or whatever else, control option spacebar, voiceover to select it. And then it would join to my David's AirPods Max because um, it's all by, by again, via arcade for my Apple ID. Now, on the M1 Mac Air, though, it connects automatically. So I don't know quite understand why it doesn't do it on the M1 Mac Mini versus on the on the, the Air, but it just seems to be a bit different. Um, is the no, Mac and, Mini I, also signed into your iCloud account, I see? Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. So... Although I, this is where I, I get a bit, I don't get annoyed, but I, I really don't like things automatically connecting when I haven't told them to. Um, so I personally have the automatic connection turned off um, on my iPhone because I think, well, excuse me, I'm the I'm the person driving this vehicle. Uh, <laughs> I want a bit more manual control. So when I go and use my iPhone, I I will go and manually connect to my headset. The same with the iPad. And the same with the Mac. So, well, I that's especially important for voiceover users because, mm. uh, as you were pointing out earlier, sometimes voiceover, you know, because it's running and it's talking, but some other device will interrupt it because it wants to say the time or whatever. And, and then, uh, voiceover, you know, you, you lose voiceover for a couple seconds there while that's happening. So, I mean, it, it the automatic stuff is, is really much better if you're using at least one of the devices visually. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think we've, we've covered it pretty well. I, I would just end by saying for me that, that I love these headphones for me. Um, they're worth every penny that I paid for them. And I've gotten so much enjoyment out of them already and plan to enjoy them for a long, long time to come. And so I am thrilled with with how they are um you you all are right of course about the the smart pouch which i think should have been the name of it smart case you know it, it has its limitations um and there are things that can be tweaked in the firmware i agree with all that um but but i think this is another great product i'm really happy with it same here i'm so glad i i made this purchase in the m1 macbook pro a lot of people told me to wait on the M1 MacBook Pro, but I needed a Mac now. And so I got it and I'm so glad. I just, and together, just a, a wonderful, wonderful, seamless 
experience. Yeah, because I, I, I was shocked the other day, Alison, when you said you were using a Windows P, and I went, hey, what are you doing with a Windows PC? That's outrageous. So I'm glad to see you've come back to the fold. That's good. Um, but for me, I was funny. I was talking to um, another person the other day, and they said, you know, is is the are the AirPods Pro Max worth the money? And I went, well, two things. Uh, yes, they are. And number two is it's one of those things Apple doesn't go out there and tell you to buy their new product. They don't tell you to go and buy their iPhone, their new Mac, or whatever else. It's up to you to decide whether to buy them or not. So the thing is, if you can afford them or you've got finance to be able to pay for them, then go for it. Um, and, and I was in a lucky position where I could just buy them outright because I've actually been saving up. I've got a little technology account, I think, just in case Apple sneakily actually produces anything that I want to buy. That's my, my, my little lucky technology account. But the other thing I would suggest strongly is because these are fairly expensive um, headphones, I would definitely get Apple Care because sometimes people think, oh, you know, they're expensive enough already. But when you think you've got a very expensive head, set of headphones, because one thing we haven't mentioned is remember that these are not waterproof at all because, and this is the thing we haven't mentioned, NHG cup because you've got these nine microphones you've literally made a metal you've got these vents so at each corner at the top and at the back corners at the bottom and in the middle um, that's where you've got the actual vents in the metal so that of course the microphones can pick up the sound and then I believe it's on the not not this matters about water protection but on the bottom left hand side left ear cup you've also got a little glass window and of course that's to allow the radios to also pick up what's happening around you uh, it's also so to be connected to your iPhone and that sort of stuff so yesterday morning when I went out to um, take the recycling out it started sprinkling and I have never moved so fast between the recycling bin and back into my house I went no 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 don't you dare go into my vents of my of my lovely airpods Max because I don't want them destroyed so they're definitely not for outdoor wear um, I would suggest they're really more for if you're sitting in an aircraft or a train and you take them out and use them um, or you're at home and you're working from home in an office or just you know at home, quote, normally, generally, then they're fine. But I don't know if I'd want them outside on a rainy day because you are likely to actually ruin them. And keep remember that the smart pouch does not completely cover the ear cup. So even from that point of view, and if you were carrying them in the side of the smart pouch, that's not water protection either. So um, I, I think when I go back, hopefully next year, when we can go back to work quite normally for a while, um, then I think these will be either in a hopefully a third-party smart case or just a case, or they'll just be in my computer bag completely covered. Yeah, I'm going to carry them around in my purse, and I definitely wouldn't. The only time I'd use them outside is if I knew it wasn't raining or snowing. Yeah, Exactly. All right. Well, that's pretty much our story, and we're sticking to it on the <laughs> AirPods <laughs> Max. And I hope you all enjoyed um, listening to us talk talk about them. And uh, sadly, if you suddenly have decided you really want some, you're going to have to probably wait until the middle of the spring because they're all sold out at the moment. That seems to be how popular they are. They went pretty fast. Anyway, thank you, uh, David Nelson. It's been a pleasure, as always, to do this with you all. This is Robert, one of the three tech doctors. I will say so long for now. And this is Allison, the middle tech doctor, saying bye. <laughs>
I must feel like we're the, the little three pigs now. So the, the the tiny little pig who always complains about their their chair or whatever else not being correct, is actually the little three little pigs? No, maybe it's not. But anyway, um, and just, to make a, just a final comment. Uh, when Robert, and I keep getting Robert a bit hard time about being an American person, um, spring is about the end of summer in Australian terminology or the beginning of autumn. So it's about March in Australia that you'll have to wait to get your AirPods Pro Max. But I'll, as I say, and also my other podcast, Thank you for listening, and bye for now. Forgive me for being so U.S.-centric. I forgot all about that issue. Bye, everybody.